0: Bonjour, bonsoir, dear friends, and welcome tonight on JCB Live. This is a happy hour, and I'm so excited to welcome you and introduce you to one of the most magnificent, marvelous, exceptional men in the world of hospitality, humanity, and entrepreneurship. His name is Tim McHenry. He's the founder of one of the most amazing organizations, that I've ever seen light in the history of the United States. He owns many restaurants, bars, and obviously amazing experiences, including what is so special and unique, one of the most vibrant wine clubs in the history of the United States. His name is Stim, he's very charming, he's very entrepreneurial, very personable, and more importantly, a great friend. I met him And it was coup de foudre right at first. We became friends instantaneously. And very importantly, we are friends for life. And this is what I want you to see in him. And obviously, he's going to share his passion with us. So Tim, are you with us? I'm in, my friend. Cheers to you. Cheers, cheers. Great to
1: see you. I
0: don't know how I'm going to get my head out the door after all,
1: all those nice things you had to say to me.
0: Well, they're all true. And as people get to discover who you are, it's obviously much more than what I described in a few seconds. But Tim, so why don't you tell everybody, how did you get this passion for food?
1: Well, I first of all, thank you, my friend. I consider you one of uh, the closest people to me. And we've had some great times, great stories and great adventures together. So uh, I'm honored to be uh, with you today, as you know. Um, yeah, I started probably similar to you. I think you were born above the winery and I was born, uh, by the dish tank. I started washing dishes when I was 11, 12 years old and, uh, just fell in love with it. I never played sports. I never followed sports, but I love the energy and the passion. Um, and just everything that happened, uh, in the restaurants when I worked there at such a young age. And so I just kept at it and eventually decided that, uh, you know, I wanted it to be my life. I wanted hospitality. And uh, spending time with great people um, was what I, uh, what I wanted to do uh, on a daily basis. And there's no industry, as you know, whether it's the wine industry, the restaurant industry, hotels, hospitality, where we get to really be who we are every day, right? Where we were born to be.
0: So it's incredible. How, how did you realize you knew what you wanted to do really, though? Does it come from your parents? Does it come from anyone else as a great mentor that you've met that really guided you to say, that's what I want to do? Yeah, well, probably a lot of uh, influencers, right? There's probably not one
1: person that I, you know, just, you know, that the spark went off. My parents were and are still very hardworking. My grandparents, I had an aunt and uncle that uh, owned this golf course restaurant that I uh, worked at growing up. Uh, My uncle was a very successful entrepreneur. So I think I saw probably the, the biggest thing I saw being young is my parents worked so hard. We made it, you know. We were we were not wealthy, we were not poor, um, but we 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 did well, and my parents did well, and uh, and I did. I saw this one um, family member who did exceptionally well, had this incredible business empire, and I thought, you know, I'm young enough, and I'm dedicated. So if I can take a path, I'm going to try to be that guy. And so uh, so as I started down that path, um, not only did I love, I, I I have a I think like you, we have a love of so many things of of people. Of great food, great wine, but also we're very passionate about running a great business. You know, I love uh, sitting down with our financial team and going through our our uh, income statements as much as I love, you know, tasting wine and 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 signing off on the wine. So, so there's been a lot of influencers, family for sure, but uh, yeah, that individual was probably the one that gave me the kind of business spark, I would say.
0: And and how did you start? Because a lot of the people with us today are always thinking, okay, what am I doing today? What shall I do tomorrow? What should be my path of life? What was the moment where you said, I want to be a restaurant uh, tour operator, and I want to make a difference in that field? How, how you know, I'm so obviously impressed and admirative of what you've done. I, I'm always wondering what was that sparkle, and then how did you start? I think
1: there was two main sparks in my life where um, the the concept of not only the concept of Cooper's Hawk, but but uh, a little bit of how to do it, right? So, you know, so many folks can say, you know, uh, Cooper's Hawk or Tim had a had a great idea. So I went to a winery in Illinois called Linford Winery. Um, I don't remember if we've gone there together, but if we have it, we have to visit there. It's the oldest and one, you know, the second largest winery in the. Of Illinois and uh, yeah. very pioneering. Yes, very we got to go
0: together. I've never been to a winery in
1: Illinois yet. Oh yeah, great people and um, and uh, so they purchased all the fruit from California, Washington, Oregon, etc. And uh, I walked into that place and I had an incredible experience. This is twenty years ago now, and I said to myself, "It's too bad that they don't have a restaurant here with the winery. That would be kind of cool." And that was the idea for Cooper Sauk, um, as was was happening on that night. Now. It took five years from the idea to bringing the, the business to life. because Which you is know,
0: frankly, forgive me to interrupt, but which is frankly a very quick period of time because some people, you know, do business plans, raise the money, and right. or, you know, further define it. So I find it pretty commanding to do it so fast.
1: No, thank you. Thank you. And that really was the most important Um you know, you've, I'm sure, had to make business plans in some way, shape, or form uh, as you, you know, built your restaurant empire or winery empire, sorry. Um, and so many times they tell you, you know, the reason that people are building the the business plan is because they needed to go raise money. Well, what I learned yeah. early on at a seminar when I was 17 years old was if you take the business plan and you build the business plan to be um, – in a way that you want your business to be successful. So you, you know, so in that five years and, and all the 15 years before that, I had thought about what are all the things that could go wrong, and I was prepared. So because you know, in business, everything goes wrong. You're running yeah. out of money. You spend too much money. The, you know, sometimes your team members don't work out the way you want. But when all those things happened, because of the time that I took in building the Cooperstock business plan and working in the industry for that 15-20 years before, I was ready to, to be able to take
0: on those challenges. When you conceived the restaurant, did you work on the menu? Did you work on the bar, the atmosphere? What did you want to create? Because I'm sure many people listening have not yet been to Cooper's Hub, but I know they will after today. And what was your original vision? Well, I think
1: it's um, you and I are aligned in this in that, uh, yes, we create wonderful wines and wonderful food and such. But what we really wanted to create was these incredible experiences. Uh, experiences where our wine club members could meet and interact, um, you know, creating friendships of people with like-minded, you know, wishes and desires and such. And I mean, when you go to Raymond, of course the wines are exceptional and the property is exceptional, but you've taken every detail and made it into an experience, right, in every room. And so Indeed. at Cooper's Hawk, it's a, you know, a, a just kind of like a restaurant version of that. Um, you know, for people, I mean, you know, one percent of America makes it out to. Napa Valley, Sonoma, wine country um, over their lifetime. So we wanted to bring uh, a version of that experience to the Midwest, to Florida, to Virginia, D.C., so that people could, uh, you know, have a little taste of what you and I are so blessed to experience uh, all the time.
0: Which I love is you really started your whole concept from a wine idea back to the food. And that's very unusual because a lot of the restaurant, great chefs and, and friends we have had an idea of a menu, of an environment they wanted to create from food. Then they brought the wines. For you, it seems it was actually reverse. Yes,
1: yes it was. It was, uh, we created the wine program and then started to pair food dishes with it. And nowadays, you know, it's probably like a a push-pull model where we have a great dish idea or we have a great wine idea, like the wine you and I are doing together for uh, July at Cooper sac leberte it's so exciting. Um, And so now, where it started being very wine centric and creating the dishes to go along with it. Now it's, um, you know, all kind of integrated together and it all works. You know, we have Emily wines uh, our master sommelier, you know, such a wonderful human being um, works right alongside our head chef, um, Matt McMillan and, and then our, the, the winemaking team. Um, and so it's all very collaborative and it's not uh there's nothing that the wine doesn't drive the program anymore. Everybody works together and everybody has a has a seat on the bus for se.
0: So we selected today a wine for you. That is JCB number one. Why wow. number one? Because you are, in my eyes, number one. So it's a Cabernet Sauvignon from, of course, Napa Valley. And this is one of our top guns. One of the wines we've drank together to celebrate our friendship not too, too long ago. And... Why don't you describe it into three words? What does that wine represent to you?
1: Well, I think it's, uh,
0: it is. it uh,
1: is. So for the record, uh, the, the JCB and Raymond uh, Wine Club is the only wine club I belong to other than Cooper's Hawk. So uh, I enjoy. We love you. Shipments. Thank you. I enjoy my shipments for sure. <laughs> and we're
0: very honored. Yeah. No, vice versa.
1: Um, well, I, I love. Um, you know, just like great dishes, I love, you know, um, I love power, um, and I love uh, bold flavors. Um, you know, I love, of course, you know, the, the, the fruit profile of uh, Napa Cabernet, for sure. Um, and so those are probably some of the biggest things. I like, um, you know, it, it's a wine that, of course, you know, can be drank on its own, but it also, like all great wines, has the the balance of power and elegance as well. So it's uh, it's a big wine, um, which rarely can hang with food, and uh, and
0: it, it does really well, so. Well, thank you. What a what a fabulous <laughs> description. So now, Tim, describe your passion. What drives this unbelievable passion that you have, which makes this great personality of yours always positive, always forward thinking, and always energizing?
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, it's over the course of my life and career, it, it probably has changed, right? We grow and we adapt and we learn, but for sure, it's the uh, the people nowadays, you know, not just the the wine club members and all of our guests and such, but the people that I get to work with every day. I, you know, I know for you, I got to meet so many incredible people in your organization and, and uh, you know, they're the reason um, that I get up and kind of go to work because, you know, if I could hang out with everybody, I, I always, not, not joke, but tell the story, you know, every year on my birthday you know, um, my girl asks, you know, where, where, uh, would you like to go and who would you like to go out with? And it's the same Cooper sock gang every, every year. So, so it's not like going to work. It's like going to, uh, hang out with your buddies that you kind of grew up with. So, so that's probably the biggest part that energizes. And then I think like, like your organization, you know, our menu is, um, 74 food items on our menu, um, of which none are, you know, yeah, we're not very Italian. Stupid. Yes. Yes. And so we've got the wine platform and, you know, we do the trips and, and, and all the different things. So it's such a, a blank canvas. So if we wake up every day and we want to have, have a new idea and want to do something fun, we can do it. You know, it fits within the wheelhouse. So it enables us to have a lot of creativity
0: and, uh, and a lot of fun along the way, for sure. So how do you define creativity? Because you know, you're one of the most creative men I've seen in the restaurant business, and I'm going to illustrate that. As you get in into one of Tim's restaurants, You literally have a feeling you're getting into a winery, which is so amazing. It's a tasting room, and you can actually taste wine on barrels, which is unheard of when you think about being in the Midwest or in Florida or in many other states. He brought the winery to you in the restaurant. So why ask you that question? I really think creativity is everything in life. If you could think it and you have the power to execute it, you are blessed by life. And I really feel you are that way. So what defined creativity for us?
1: You know, for me, it's um, sometimes um, like, like the trips that our wine club members uh, can go on at Cooper Sock. Um, You know, the reason we did the first trip um, to Napa Valley, California, probably 12 years ago was because, you know, I had young children and I needed a reason to go because I wanted to go to Napa Valley and experience it again and learn. And so uh, I created the Cooper wine club trip so I can get out of the house for a week. And uh, that's where it all started. Right. So, so sometimes this stuff, it's not uh, as, as textbook as, as you might think. Um, but then we listen. Right. So so we are creative. I come up with uh, myself and our team. We come up with unique ideas. But I think um, creativity for us is um, it's called um, I call it p- positive paranoia. Okay. And what I mean by that, I read it in one of the uh, Jim Collins books or whatever it is. Uh, you're worried that you're going to miss out on something. So I read all the magazines. I um, read all the books. You know, I get to spend time with wonderful people like you to learn and, and, and experience different things. And then when you put all this stuff together, all of a sudden your brain kind of spits out maybe this new dish or maybe this new way of doing things. So, um, So I'm not a very... I'm not, I would never consider myself like a savant type person where I come up with these amazing ideas, but I might, my brain is constantly in everything about our industries so that, you know, every once in a while we have a, we have a good idea.
0: Well, and you have millions of great ideas. You said something so important. I want us to develop this if possible. It's one thing to be creative. It's another to execute the idea and it's another to overthinking it. So you never do it. How is your path from an idea to the actual action plan. Because you're very action-oriented. I've seen you in the kitchen thinking of a dish <laughs> or a sauce. The chef does it. We taste it. It's amazing. And then it's on the menu the next day. So can you illustrate that a little bit for us?
1: Yeah, for sure. Thank you for that. I Well, at, at Cooperstock, we, we determined um, years ago that we have um, four values, four values that um, not are they're not values we strive for but they're values that are the reason that we've had the success that we've had the behaviors and so those values are we care about people we do things differently we're committed to being the best and we have fun and celebrate so you know in our time together and whether it's creativity or visiting with our guests we have fun and celebrate right yes. you know that we take care of our team members and our guests we do things in a different Benormally way well. thank you but with all of that it's all done through uh, value number three, which is a massive amount of operational discipline. So um, there's nothing we don't wake up one day and say, "Oh, this would be a good idea. Let's put it into the system." Everything we do is is operational discipline and and execution. So so it's uh, it's it's all about the balance, right? It's a balance of uh, you know having fun. It's a balance of we want to be the best, and then all of that is done through the lens of of Cooper's Hawk, which is uh, you know kind of our own unique. I'm sure you guys have a similar culture in a way that you know uh, things kind of move throughout the organization at uh, at JCP.
0: We we do. Uh, what I admire in in what you've created around you is a sense of entrepreneurship as well, which you don't always see in the world. And to see really strong action as an idea emerge, there's action behind it. And we've done a lot of things together you know, we tasted the JCB number one, but I suggest you tell us about this because how did we get the idea of creating a wine that we crafted together named Liberté? Why don't you, you tell us about this? Because quite a process.
1: It is quite a process and it's a great example of what we're talking about. So, so you know, uh, when you and I get together and we have a glass of wine or two, generally only great things come from those, those moments, right? Uh, great story after wine
0: number
1: three or number four for sure and so we talked about you know we've done these collaborative wines every year now for five six six years at least and and everyone has been special unique and and everyone tells a great story and that was uh your idea as we were getting ready for the the event that we were going to host last year you know what if we were to bring together you know the incredible wine properties that uh are operated by uh, you and your family in France, along with what we're doing in the United States, both Cooper Hawk and, and, uh, and Raymond and um, Buena Vista, et cetera. And uh, poof, you know, we got together. And Liberté, you know, not only for uh, the month of July or, or July Wine of the Month, but, you know, who would have thunk that what's going on in the country right now and bringing a wine named Liberté um, could be, be so much more powerful in what, you know, we're all trying to, help and solve uh, with the unrest in the country. So so hopefully this wine, John Charles, could save America. I'm just saying, it could save America.
0: <laughs> well, I love the idea of the Franco-American relationship. You know, this wine, we went to the Southern Rhone, to one of the oldest property, Bonpas, founded in 1318, blended. So Syrah, you know, obviously Grenache and a little bit of Marcellon blended with Cabernet, Petit Verdot. And Merlot from California. I think this is the ultimate blend. This is the Franco-American friendship. What does to you America represents today? I'd love to go deeper as a true American that you are. We're going to be celebrating soon, the month of July, obviously, with the wine we created together. So, Liberté, America.
1: Boy, this is probably the hardest question I've got asked in a long time. So, um, you know, I think. Uh, You know, America is, as you know, is the land of dreams, the land of opportunities. And and I, for sure, am a spitting example of that, you know, growing up and, you know, coming from, you know, financially, not too much and being able to create what we've created at Cooper's Hawk. And, and of course, it's been wonderful financially, but like, but, you know, being able to meet the people, the wine club members, and, and employing six thousand plus people, hopefully all coming back pretty soon as the uh, the world comes back together, has been a true privilege for, uh, for for me and for us. I think the the most important thing, because I, you know, I'm I'm not uh, when when the world of pandemic and racial crisis takes place, I I wish I looked back and I wish I paid more attention in school um, because you know I'm not the smartest guy in the room ever. But I do believe in, you know, taking accountability and taking responsibility, um, both myself. And I think that's what America, I think of my grandparents as being the epitome of what America was meant to be. And so I I think that's probably the most important thing. And hopefully America, all of us in America, you know, that are struggling or, or that are having challenging times that, you know, the whole thing gets solved by working together. I mean, it's probably the same in our organizations, the same with friendships that we have. But that's how uh, I don't know. I, the only reason I'm successful and Cooperstock is successful is because of the six thousand people that make it happen every day,
0: and they make me look good because uh, well, and and you look great, and they are great. <laughs> so, how did you deal, in fact, with the situation that we just uh, went through, and how are you dealing with the transition of reopening now? Yeah. So, well, the first
1: the first crisis uh, being the the corona um, virus, we. You know, we had to shut down for a moment um, and we're able to then reopen with carry out curbside delivery. You know, uh, as you know, unfortunately, you know, I had to lay off some 5,500 people is the worst day of my life. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, thing to
0: do, isn't it?
1: It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's really terrible. And uh, and thankfully, everybody was, you know, th- people understood and they were, you know, so kind of I had. Boy, I, I I could if I had enough tissues, I could go back and read all the thoughtful emails and texts I got from uh, from everyone. You know, knowing that we try to take care of them and and we do today still, um, we still feed all of our um, furlough team members every single week. We feed them and all of their immediate family, and we'll continue to until we can. Thank you. Um, so I feel very good about that. You know, that's because that's all we can do, right? It's it's you know, you have limited resources. You know, you you, you gotta um, keep an eye on things. So that's been that's been uplifting um, and then with yeah, the new the new crisis we you know we were watching for a couple of days because we wanted to respond thoughtfully and we first responded to all of our team members and we actually um, I, I don't have it in front of me but we put together um, overnight a uh, about a six-step plan as to what we are going to do so not uh, you know I think so many companies are like we're going to be part of the solution Well, we said we'd be part of the solution. And 24 hours later, our team put together. And this is exactly how we're going to do it. You know, we're supporting uh, a minority uh, um, Master SOM program. Um, We are bringing in great educational. We we um, should
0: probably join you on this one as well, which would be a great pleasure. That'd be great. If there's anything we could do together on on this uh, minority SOM program, we'd be delighted because we're discussing the same issues right now. For sure. For sure. So we know, of course, we love to do it together. So a lot of it's
1: education, um, a lot of it's communication, and just, uh, I mean, you know, reiterating, you know, I thought we, um, we've always at Coopersock done everything to, that we can to do right by people. Um, but it turns out we could have done more. And so that's what we're working
0: on right now is how we can be the best. And I really believe we're all becoming even more humble with the situation, thinking we could have done more. I think the, the, Part of the solution is always to realize that you could have done more or that you have an issue or that you have something to solve. And I think hopefully everything will, will get stronger and better and all of us will do more in this direction. But I'm I'm delighted at least that you are so proactive and and reopening slowly, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, uh, if you could tell
1: by my beautiful surroundings, I'm in Florida today celebrating the opening of a number of our restaurants. In- in Florida. So that's uh, very exciting. We can open Florida. We can open up about half of the, uh, the establishment in Chicago and Illinois. Uh, it's a little bit, you know, more patios and outside. Um, but we, you know, we took our time. We wanted to make sure first and foremost, our team members would be safe yes. and we got all that figured out and such. And, and then, which was so wonderful, uh, just an un- limited amount of demand from our guests and wine club members are like, please open up so we can come and like, you know, spend our time. Pick and food or right? have a bottle of Liberté. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, uh, so now um, it's been great. It's been great to be in the restaurants again. Um, you know, you and I talked about it right when everything started to go down right now, you know, we were both almost uh, depressed, you know, because we're, we're, we're built
0: to spend time with people. And, we, uh, we, it's tragic not to be with people, even though, Technology allows us great things. So now, Tim, how many restaurants do you have total?
1: Forty-two um, open, operating, and uh, we we have a number that are you know we're in some um, level of development. Uh, like in Scottsdale, Arizona, we've got this beautiful restaurant wrapped in uh, Saran wrap, ready to be opened. You know, so uh, so we're just waiting, you know, for everything to be. But yeah, but we'll be in uh, we'll be in thirteen states coming up. We're going to get to California soon, not in two thousand twenty.
0: Open arms. (laughs) You you can open in the museum if you want. We can do a big party here at the Oakville Wine Merchant Museum. There we
1: go. You can see all
0: the historical tools. Incredible. The historical map of Napa Valley. This is a map which was actually drawn in 1895 as the first map of Napa. You can see all the tools. Wow. You know we in Oakville, so. When you're ready, we should have all your fabulous members right here in the wine country. That would be awesome. It's incredible what you've done over there. It's incredible. So, well, what you've done. So, Tim, we're going to drink the next wine, Generations, because Beautiful. we couldn't think of a better wine for you as, you know, this amazing generational man from your parents to yourself creating the business to passing it on to the next generation, maybe. Is it what's going to happen? We'll see. We'll see. Right now, they're on their best behavior, so it's looking good. But they got a number of
1: years to go still. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so let's try this wine because this is really one of the first wine when we met many years ago. We had, and this is really the wine that binds me very closely to Napa Valley, California, and the United States. This is a wine that I think is kind of the foundation of the history of Napa, made by the Raymond. Originally, and they called it Generation, which I thought was fantastic name. What does that name evoke to you, Generation? When you think of that word, what do you want it to go in your mind? Well, I think it's exactly kind of where you were
1: going with it. Is I, uh, you know, start with my great grandparents, yeah. and then I think of my grandparents, my parents, and then myself going, you know, having my kids. Uh, you know, they're they're too young. You you've met them. You've been so uh, wonderful to host us at your house um we're waiting
0: for them again the ladies are ready hey there they would
1: love to come over (laughs) Well, anytime beautiful um and so i i think about that so i have slowly you know they're still um you know 10 and 13 years old so i've just slowly been uh introducing them into uh the business uh learning about wine learning about food um because that's you know so much of the reason um, that i didn't speak to earlier was you know my father ran a a large gas station company um almost ran, ran it from his car. So he was always on the road and we were always visiting these businesses. And so I was—I uh, didn't realize the education I was receiving as I sat in the passenger seat and listened to him make decisions around advertising and marketing and operations and supply chain and fuel. And uh, so I took it for granted, but the reality was I learned a lot. So I'm trying to do a similar version um, with my kids now, uh, but they can't, like, we give them like a little, this much wine, but not me.
0: <laughs> yeah but wine is important and not diluted with water you have water on one side and wine so they really taste the true colors of wine for sure so what's next tim when we think of you now major entrepreneurship uh, great operation what what is next on your timeline? Well, I think you know
1: my my goal over the last five or seven years has been um so we, we have a great team of people now and 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 we we have a great partner in our new private equity partner as you and I have talked about Aries Aries management um so the business is well well funded it's ready to grow so so the growth is happening so my goal is to uh you know to continue to be uh, equally innovative and entrepreneurial as we're talking about today alongside with growth i mean there's so many you know, companies of, of, you know, I don't know if the world needs 500 Cooper Hawks, but, you know, at some point in our lifetime, Cooper Sock will be, you know, one, 200 plus locations around the country and maybe the world. So my goal is to continue doing what you and I started probably six or seven years ago and doing unique things, you know, new experiences. We continue to work on, um, you know, uh, the travel aspect of our business. We, you know, are talking to other restaurant uh, tours and maybe we'll incubate a couple other restaurant concepts that are Uh, wine club members could go and visit as part of their wine club membership. So, you know, this platform is, is ripe for just
0: unlimited, um, creativity, which is, uh, what really excites me every day. So what is a dream that you want to share that you haven't achieved yet that you want to do? A dream I haven't achieved yet. Well, I've been pretty lucky as you know, my friend. Uh, so, uh,
1: I think, you know, my dream is, um, Cooper's Hawk has been an incredible success, and I would say that my dream as I sit here today is I want to open up at least one or two other either restaurant or retail um, businesses um, above and beyond Cooper's Hawk to, to maybe just to prove to myself that we weren't just so lucky in this incredible business model um, which I believe our incredible business model is successful because of the disciplined operation, right? We wouldn't have 450,000 wine club members if the food was the pits and the wines weren't any good and such. So, so that is a key. Um, but I'd like to, um, I've got a couple, I got a couple of good file folders of a couple ideas coming up that, you know, in this, in this pandemic has given me five minutes to work on a little bit. So you might see something, uh, you might see one or two cool ones coming up. Here.
0: I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> now, is there a secret you've never shared you wish to share with me today? Oh, boy. I told you most of them, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe something you, you've never done in your life that you really want to try to achieve besides yeah. business, maybe more personal. Uh, you say you don't do sports, but you're very athletic and extremely healthy. For Thank someone you. who is in the restaurant all day, you're amazing discipline health-wise as yeah. well but is there something more holistic that you want to share that uh, we'd love to know?
1: Yeah, no, no, great question. For sure. I, uh, you know, I believe, you know, we've been so up to our eyeballs, uh, you and I in these, in these businesses for our whole lives. Right. And sometimes uh, I give you a lot of credit, you know, when I visit with you, and I look at all the extracurricular activities you have going on, both around your home side and with the kids and everything else. Um, So yeah, it's not a lot of sports, uh, for sure i'm going diving with the great white sharks before i get too old that's uh you should come with me for that one we should do that together i don't know that's if that's cool. uh for you or not i in the uh, cage though <laughs> well for sure we're both in the cage um but i want to do I, I probably the only thing above and beyond that on, on a more holistic level is um yes i think at cooper's Hawk, you know we have donated you know millions of dollars in wine and food over the years to do right by people uh But just like we learned in this last um, crisis, we can do more. And so I think, you know, as again, we've got this great management team where I don't have to be in the weeds every minute, every day. Um, That'll be more of my focus over the next decade or two and really giving back. And
0: uh, Well, we commend you for that. We cannot wait to witness it. And you're giving back so much, not only to your 6,000 employees, your family, but as well your extended family, your club members, and all the people who visit the restaurant. So Tim, it was so much fun to be together. We tasted great wines, JCB, generation from Raymond, of course, Liberté that is very exciting, our own creation. And you know what I wish is for everybody to be as fortunate as we are, you and I, to have become such close friends and to be able to really undertake great projects together and make a difference together. So I want to raise my glass to friendship. And to you you're a great band JC
1: thank you for everything